Welcome, everyone, to a new edition of ASME's podcast, ASME, Today and Tomorrow. I'm Michael Cowan, ASME's Director of Strategic Communications. Today, we're pleased to offer the next in our new series of episodes devoted to the subject of innovation in clean energy. ASME fellow and nuclear power industry veteran Bob Stackenborgs is once again here to serve as our co-host. Bob is currently the general manager for ILD, an engineering company located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and is also actively involved in ASME in a variety of ways, including serving as a member of the executive committee of the Nuclear Engineering Division, as a member of the senior leadership team for the energy conversion and storage segment, and as an active member of several ASME boiler and pressure vessel code committees. Bob, welcome to the program. Thanks, Michael. Great intro as usual. Glad to have you back. And we've got a great program today. We're going to be talking to the CEO of a truly visionary company that is reimagining hydropower. So with that, I'm going to hand things over to Bob. And Bob, take it away. Thanks, Michael. So as as you mentioned, uh, we're going to talk today with the CEO of Emergy, Emily Morris. And uh, so, hello, Emily. How are you? Hi, Bob. Thank you so much for having me today. No, thank you. Yeah, this uh, this is good. So, um, uh, we'll get started here. So, first of all, tell me uh, tell me where the name Emergy comes from, because uh, I, I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it. So, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, this is a question we get asked quite often. Emergy is actually an engineering term defined as the sum of all different types of energy that come together to make a product or a service. Every once in a while, you know, I'll come across someone who wrote a master's thesis on the concept at some point and is really excited to see the term being used in a commercial setting since it is one of the more obscure engineering terms. I have to admit that I found the term, um, especially not being a degreed engineer myself, I found the term through um, essentially a, a typo in Google. Since my name is Emily, I my fingers were very used to going from E to M on the keyboard, and I misspelled energy in Google enough times, and it didn't correct me enough times for me to see that it's actually an engineering term. It has its own unit of measurement called the M joule, and um, we felt that it was really fitting for the for the company as we are you know, innovating hydropower today and, and have a vision to continue innovating how all different types of energy may come together in really meaningful ways. And so we, in true startup fashion, we drop the middle E. So instead of it being E-M-E-R-G-Y, our company name is just E-M-R-G-Y and uh, made it our own. Well, good. Well, I did not know that, so I will. I'll write that down, and now I know what energy means. Perfect. So this looks to me like a little bit of a modularized hydro system. Is that is that right? Can we call it that? So where did that where did that come from? Uh, how did you go come up with that idea? Yeah, absolutely. Modular hydro is exactly the term we use to describe it, as well as distributed hydro, as opposed to what is typically seen in the small hydro world or the micro hydro world where engineers or companies try to take an existing sort of large hydropower concept and scale it down to a mini dam or a very small impoundment, we actually take a completely radically different approach where we take a product style more similar to distributed energy technologies like solar power or wind power, and we create standardized modules that can be replicated in high quantities as opposed to in a a small centralized facility. Um, We just use a medium like water instead of 
you know, the wind or or the sun. Oh, well, good. So, so hydrokinetic. So hydrokinetic meaning that it's uh, going to take advantage of any stream velocity versus versus a typical hydro dam, which uses you know a high elevation. So you don't need to do any of that, right? A large elevation difference. So you're just looking at velocities. So you can use this in pretty much, uh, um, I guess, any any uh, small waterway, right? How how big do you think that you, that you'd actually get them to be? Yeah, that's that's correct, Bob. So this is a hydrokinetic style technology where as opposed to impounding water and taking advantage of the potential energy, we take advantage of the kinetic energy in the water that is already moving through the stream. And in doing this, you know, you do have a lower power density than you would have, you know, in a traditional head-based system. However, our our business model focuses on the advantage of being able to place these in far more distributed locations than you can actually build a dam. And so especially with the trends in our energy economy to go toward lower power density distributed renewables as opposed to you know highly centralized facilities, this really plays quite nicely to how the overall energy mix is evolving this century. So I guess I won't be seeing a big module in the Mississippi River anytime soon, but maybe in some of the tributaries, uh, you know, that some of the canals that uh, come off of it, maybe, maybe something, you know, there, there may be some of those in there is what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, our engineering team would love to build a bigger and bigger machine. And, you know, perhaps as if, <laughs> if we decide that sounds, to that expand. That sounds like a typical engineering team, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. And as we potentially expand into other areas um, of focus in the future, like you said, you know, very large rivers, perhaps tidal environments or oceanic environments, sure that the building block may increase in size, but our our business model and our product model will continue to stay the same in that, you know, we want to we want to build a number of building blocks that all get aggregated together to amass into the desired power output. Who do you think is going to benefit most from the technology? Who do you see as your as your end end customer? Is it uh, um, you know are, are they are they remote areas? Are they um, you know uh, what they what you know what some people call third third world countries or you know mm -hmm. wh where do you think the biggest impact is going to be? Today we're mostly focused in the agricultural sector. There are many entities here in the U.S., uh, particularly out west who have, you know, for the past hundred and more or more years generated revenues from the sale of water to farmers or to other agricultural processes. Those water infrastructure owners see a very uh, a shifting environment the same way that we do. A lot of agricultural land is converting into industrial or the way that we use water and irrigate is also changing. And so in the immediate term, Emergy provides a way for those water infrastructure owners, say irrigation districts or municipalities to monetize that water asset in a new way. So instead of simply selling water to farmers or to other agricultural entities, they can also sell power either to the, directly to those entities or to the electric grid. And in doing that, they have a whole new revenue stream. And so we see an exciting opportunity to empower those organizations today. So that's, I think that's pretty good. So we've got, uh, we know a lot about the product now and about uh, what your vision is. So uh, tell me a little bit about this big news. So you're uh, working with General Electric now, is that right? Yeah, in July, we signed a global partnership with GE Renewable Energy, which we're very excited about. Um, 
partnering with GE aligns really well with this the missions that I've already discussed, not just in providing cost-effective um, opportunities for revenue generation here in the United States in the agricultural sector, but also in expanding access to this type of electricity worldwide. And so together with GE, uh, we'll be manufacturing our product um, in, within one of their hydropower manufacturing facilities, which gives a small company like Emergy uh, the, the buying power and the reliability of you know a, a well-known um, manufacturer like General Electric, and we're also partnering with them on the marketing and sales side, and they'll be selling Emergy's product in starting in four countries um, outside the U.S., mainly in Asia and South America, but um, but you know ultimately um, leveraging their local sales teams as well as their expertise in many countries around the world to deliver Emergy's product as well. So something we're very excited about. Well, good. So, so I'm going to, I'll ask now for all of the, uh, this will be for all the small company entrepreneurs out there. So, so what do you think about a small company working, uh, uh, working with a big company like that? Are you concerned that you're going to get swallowed up or lose your identity or how do you think all that's going to turn out? You know, it's a good question. And I'll say with the partnership being so new, Maybe we'll have to do a follow-up podcast in six months to a year from now and check back on how things are going. But for Emergy, I've known since the beginning that the kind of impact that a distributed hydropower technology can have globally is one that a very small team will have a lot of challenges doing on their own. And so as opposed to us trying to sell sequentially, you know, one system after another system after another system, being able to align to be able to get this product out into the market faster in more places um, and make a bigger impact was was absolutely in my intention from the beginning. And so I'm super excited about being able to find that alignment together with GE. And I'm confident um, that if we can achieve this together, that we'll bring a lot of uh, cost-effective renewable energy um, to many places that don't currently have it. It's a great tribute to you and the company, uh, Emily, that the likes of GE are, are interested in partnering with you guys. I'm proud of the way that we've been able to build this business as quickly as we have been able to and to show market interest and traction in, in you know, growing the business as well. It's something that, you know, many people ask why this hasn't been done before. And it really required the growth of other distributed renewables like wind and solar to be able to facilitate distributed hydro. And so I think GE has been very strategic in recognizing that and strategic in recognizing that now is the time for distributed energy. Emily, I think that's great. I think we understand a lot more about uh, your vision and uh, what the product is going to look like and uh, what the customers look like. And so uh, I think uh, that'll wrap it up for now. And I like the idea of maybe six months from now, let's uh, get back together and see where you guys are with this, uh, you know, with GE and see see where this thing can go. You know, we are a small and growing company. We're based in Atlanta, but looking to bring new energy solutions to a global market. And so it requires um, a lot of bright 
engineering talent across disciplines, but much of our team is, is mechanically focused. Yeah, Emily, this is great. You, you've left us with quite a cliffhanger here. We're all on tenterhooks <laughs> wanting to know how things are going to turn out. So I think it's, it's great. I like the idea of checking back with you soon. But uh, so thank you. That, that was a really interesting conversation and, and great to learn a little bit about your background and the company. And Bob, thank you too as well. Thanks as well to Rich Samalot and Josh Olesker for serving as associate producers. We've heard from many of you with suggestions for upcoming topics and speakers, and we've got a lot of uh, great episodes in the works. So keep it coming. Let us know. Drop us a line at media at ASME.org. And for ASME, I'm Michael Cowan, Director of Strategic Communications. Have a great day, everyone. Okay.